You're listening to Embarrassing Family, where we share our weirdest, wackiest, and wildest family stories. Hello, everyone. Today, as our guest, we have Kevin Armando Escobar. He is a Colombian-American comedian from NYC. So, Kevin, you were seven years old when you taught your four-year-old cousin how to wipe himself. So, why were you the one who had to teach him that? He was actually sleeping over because, you know, he, he came over to play video games and yeah, we're sleeping. And then in the middle of the night, at like 3 a.m., he just wakes up and goes to the bathroom. All right, whatever. And uh, unfortunately, the bathroom is like, uh, it's New York City, you know, everything's together. So it's like, yeah, like three feet away from my bedroom. So when he's done, he just starts banging on the wall. That's my bedroom's right there. And uh he just keeps banging and banging and banging. So I go to the to the bathroom and I yell through the door. It's like, what? What happened? What is? What's going on? And he just says, "I'm done." It's like, okay, uh, done with what? It's like, I'm I'm done pooping. You know, he's four years old. Yeah. It's like, okay, so so wipe yourself. It's like I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't I I don't remember when I learned how to wipe, but I don't know. It's four too young. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I, I'll Google that later. But um, so, yeah, just through the door, I told him how to, you know, pull some paper out, fold it around his hand and how to wipe from uh, front to back. Right. Because I was not going to go in there and do it myself. That would be weird. I think we would both be traumatized. You know, we're oh, yeah. kids. <laughs> no question. It's like, dude, I saw your butthole and your poop. Like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah. So after after he wiped one time successfully, he's like. I did it. I did it. You know, <laughs> he woke up the whole house just screaming. <laughs> it's like, I did it. So I was like, okay, do that a bunch of times until there's no more poop on the paper. It's like, okay, okay. So I don't know. T- 20 minutes later, maybe I was half asleep waiting for him to finish so we can go back to sleep. And then, uh, yeah. And then the next day I yelled at his mom for, <laughs> you know, my aunt, my aunt, his mom, my aunt. So I, I think the moral of the story is I think I'm going to be a great father. You got your practice in. Yeah, yeah. I'm 32 now. So, you know, I, I still don't have kids. So I'm, I'm waiting for that moment. So what did your aunt have to say when you confronted her about this? She said he was supposed to be wearing his diaper. So, again, I don't know how old you're supposed to be to keep wearing a diaper. I would say four is too old. I mean, I'm no child rearing expert, but I think it's usually like three at the latest, isn't it? You know what? Uh, when I start having kids, I'll get back to you a few years later and then I'll let you know. Maybe three, four, five. I don't know. Maybe five. I'm not sure. But again, I was seven. So I guess I couldn't really tell her what I wanted to say because I didn't want to get, you know, smacked or whatever. We're, we're, we're Latinos, you know, Colombian. So she'll pull out her, her belt right away. So I can't I can't talk back anyway. But uh, yeah, luckily, that was the, the last time. Uh, I think he actually learned because he hasn't uh, asked me since. That's good. It'd be pretty weird now. He's in his you know late 20s. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's one year old asking <laughs> to teach you how to wipe. It's, it's always a great story, you know, during uh, family reunions and stuff. Do you still keep in touch with your cousin? Do you like hold it over his head? Are you like, I, hey, I taught you how to wipe myself. You give me, you, you, you gotta, you, you owe me one. Yeah. You, you're going to eat that last piece of bacon. Remember, <laughs> I taught, I taught you how to wipe your ass. Like, give me that bacon. Yeah, bring it up any chance we're, we're together or whatnot. He's actually an EMT now, so I don't know if they wipe other people's butts or, or whatever, but uh, I, I'm sure, you know, he's he's getting his own fill right now. So that training has uh, come in handy for his job, I guess. Uh, you know what? I I don't really ask him because he, he's, 
maybe he's seen a lot of brutal stuff that I don't want to know about. You know, I, I work from home right now on a computer. I don't, if I want to look at that stuff, I, I could just Google it, you know, but uh, I'm not that disgusting. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so do you have any other uh, funny family stories? When I was like in, I think fifth grade, I forgot my, my house keys and uh, I got home and I really had to use the bathroom. So I was walking, you know, I was banging the front door. I went to the side. I threw little rocks through the window. I banged on the backyard door. No one was home. You know, no one heard me. So I just kept banging on the door and then I couldn't hold it anymore. I just, I just, uh, you know. Just went? Let loose in my pants right in front of the, in front of the house. Was this number one or number two? Number two. Oh yes, God. Number two. Uh, and then a minute later, my sister opened the door and she said, what do you want? I was taking a nap. <laughs> Oh, she's three years younger than me. So I was in fifth grade, however old that was. Uh, she was she was homesick that day. I I knew she was homesick that day. So I was like, why is she opening the door? So she got mad at me because I woke up from her nap. Meanwhile, you shit your pants. Yeah, I shit my pants, and uh, I had to take a shower with my clothes on. I mean, just the what? the pants, but uh, yeah, to to get everything out. And my babysitter came home right after that, and she had to start you know mopping and stuff. But she was very very. Uh happy about that oh yeah i felt i felt really bad about that uh you know from from the front door to the to the bathroom that's like i don't know 20 feet away so just i guess imagine the trail you know like a snail a snail trail a trail of shit yeah there you go it's just you know come to think of it it's a lot of poop stories yeah i was thinking that i still bring that up too same thing like i i don't think i'll ever forget that so you remember that one time you made me shit my pants yeah uh let me get that last piece of bacon. You know, I, I love bacon, but you know, just what comes to my head first. You know, you have a lot of uh, collateral over your over your family. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so far. I mean, also, my mom took us to the park, and I don't know, the public bathroom was clogged or something, and you know, I really needed to go, and she wouldn't believe me. He's like, "Oh, you just you just don't want to play anymore or something," and so I just I just peed myself right in front of her. A lot of a lot of uh, soiling yourself there. I don't know. I drink. I, I like drinking water. I like. Uh, I'm a big guy. I eat all the time. I've been big. I've been tall my whole life. Uh, I guess that's you know my metabolism. I need a lot of food. So I guess I guess that's my my burden, my curse. You know, I need to be near a bathroom. That's why I don't like camping either. I wish I could squat. You know, like you know, stay down there for a, a bit. I can't do it. You can't like go out in the wilderness. No, I can't. I mean, I could. You know, I could. I could take a piss, right? But I can't squat down and. And poop or whatever. I need to look for a, you know, nice first world type of toilet, you know? <laughs> that reminds me, when I went to China a few years ago, like seven years ago, right? Not recently, all right? Like seven years yeah, ago. Yeah, of course, not, not recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I I just walked into a, a restroom because, you know, I needed to use the restroom and it was just a, a hole in the floor. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I completely forgot about that. And then uh, I just poked my head out through the stall. And luckily there was no one around. So I just waddled, you know, with my pants already down to the next stall. And there was a regular toilet there. So, you know, that's a, that was a relief. Literally, literally and figuratively a relief. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not that flexible. I can't squat like that. I don't know why. I think that's, that's it for now. Something else comes up, I'll tell you. But uh, yeah, it's mostly a lot of uh, bathroom stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't survive in my, my mom's country of Colombia. You know, they, she told me they had buckets and limited water every day it's like really Ooh, here in new york the water's unlimited really in the apartments you know and it tastes great too that's true are you in new york as well 
Before the pandemic, I lived in uh, in the city. Now I'm upstate. Ah, that's not New York. Get out of here. South, <laughs> I know. South, South Canada. Yep, pretty much. <gasps> yeah, so um, your family is uh, is Colombian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a O, not a U. So what what was it like kind of growing up in that type of like environment? Any like interesting like traditions or like customs? Personally, I have a very small family. Only my immediate family is here. The rest of my mom and dad's family are still in Colombia. They never wanted to come here because like, oh, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't, we don't have a life there. We don't have a job. But luckily somehow my parents, you know, they bought a house, uh, they had good jobs and this and that. But I guess since I'm the firstborn American from the whole entire family, I, I'm twice as big as everyone. I have blue eyes. I'm pale. But I know, I guess I'm my, my dad's son because, you know, we're, we're all bald. All the dudes are bald. Uh, bad genetics. It's not bad. I say, you know how much money I save on shampoo and whatnot? That's true. I just shaved my head like uh, 30 minutes before this. Yeah, look on the, look on the bright side. Yeah, exactly. I, you got to You got to now, especially during these times. That's true. I'm tall. I'm white. I'm with blue eyes. Uh, my face, I do look like my dad, except again, I'm twice the size. So that's the whole, the whole thing. You know, American vitamins for the win, I guess you can say. <laughs> or maybe we just have less gravity here. I'm not sure. And, uh, and and also freaks people out sometimes because I actually speak Spanish. Uh, luckily, my dad beat it into me, you know, literally and you know, figuratively. You know. Both ways. <laughs> yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. I I say that all the time. Hit your kids because that's how they learn better. <laughs> I, it's a good I, motivation. It, it's it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever have you ever been to Colombia? Last time I went with my family on a family trip was when I was seven. But bef- the year before I went to China, I actually went to Colombia. It was like a, for, for work, luckily, right? So yeah. during my time there for work, I also asked my dad if there's any family in this area I'm going, in Bogota. And it's like, yeah, my brother's there. So my uncle, uh, he's a lawyer. I've never met him before. I'm 6'4". He's like 5'4". Five, five, so it was like, it was the weirdest thing ever. He's a, a little old man super small with glasses and again i knew it was him when i got off the airport because we looked the same just the foot smaller yeah 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 like it was scary for me to go there because i stick out like a sore thumb but again luckily i speak spanish because i could hear people behind me it's like oh we should rob this guy <laughs> even even you being that tall they, they still want to rob you of course i st- i'm american that means i'm american right that means he he must have something in one of his pockets that's the that's the danger of it and that's the other thing. Whenever I travel to any other country, even Italy or France or whatever, I only speak Spanish. And if I speak English, it's broken English because once ever anyone finds out you're American, the prices go up. Everyone should know that. If you speak another language, that's all you speak. Even if you're speaking French in Africa, just speak French. I don't know. Figure it out. But uh, yeah, no English. Mm-mm. No English, senor. No English. They love to screw over those Americans. A lot of us are broke, by the way, please. All right, people? Come on. Exactly, yeah. Not that good here. Have you ever seen a Modern Family? I've caught a few episodes. Uh, I haven't seen the newest. I think I'm missing the last two seasons or whatnot. Are you referring to the... Damn, what's her name? Sofia Vergara. Because she's from Colombia, and there's always these jokes about, like, Colombia and how it's, like, the number one country for murderers. And, like, she talks about all these, like, horrible things that you know, happen in that country. Um, I mean, obviously it's an exaggeration, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of wondering, like, if there's any, like, you know, if there's any hint of truth to that. It's actually not. I actually, I, I also, uh, I'm part of a murder podcast where a bunch of comedians get together and talk about murder. Like true crime. 
I guess we like each of us pick a, a murderer and just go down through his history and whatnot. Wow, that's that's intense. Yeah, uh, we we each do like 10, 15 minutes on the on the person because the guy, the last guy I did was actually from Colombia, and he's the number two uh, worst serial killer in the world right now. Like he escaped prison two thousand and two and has not been seen since. So he's still out there. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe he's dead in a ditch because there's a lot of mountains and stuff in Colombia, so he's probably fell over that's true so next week i'm gonna do the number one guy who also who also is colombian both the number one and number two are colombian <laughs> yeah my god that's not a good distinction to have for your country oh hey we have the number one and number two serial killers every every place has something right so might as well be that you know we're the best place for killing people i don't know it's a also ransoms there's one payphone in a mountain somewhere where that phone goes to the gorilla base where they kidnap a bunch of people. And the only way for the family to talk to the people they have is through that phone. And they have, there's a huge line of people, you know, until they slowly pay the ransom or just forget about the family member. That's horrible. Forgetting about the family member. Look, I'm just saying it's either the entire family eats or this one guy goes away, disappears because you know, that's, yeah, that's really horrible. My uncles tried doing that with my mom. They tried ransoming your mom? No, no, no. They tried ransoming. They said that my grandmother got kidnapped. Again, all my uncles are in Colombia. My mom is the only one here. And they think since she's here, she's rich now. (laughs) So they told my mom that my grandma got kidnapped so that my mom has to send the money. That's horrible. So my mom, she's like, no, you guys, you guys must be joking. So she just hired a private detective without telling them. And he went to the the farm where they live. He's like, yeah, she's just in the garden, you know, hanging out. Like, these guys are lying. So after that, you know, we just, I don't have uncles anymore, pretty much, you know? So. Was this the same uncle you, you saw in Colombia? The lawyer? No, 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 no. This is that The lawyer is my dad's side. Okay. All the the scumbag uncles are my mom's side. She has five brothers. Well, had five brothers. You know, they all, I guess they all died at the same day, you know, same time. <laughs> Under uh, <laughs> suspicious circumstances. Yeah, that's the thing. All five brothers stayed in Colombia, and my mom and her two sisters came to America, and they're, you know, they're good. They're 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 doing well. They got kids, uh, but they're all divorced. So I guess, you know, balance it out. And they can't teach their kids how to wipe themselves. Apparently, I don't know how I learned. I guess I should ask my mom. Yeah, let me write that down. <laughs> like, hey, mom, how did I learn how to wipe? You know, that's a that's a good one there. Ah, uh, but yeah, Colombia's you know it's nice in Google and pictures and stuff, but you gotta. I don't know. You got to carry a crowbar or a taser with you. I'm I, I'm not even lying. Yeah, I have uh, I have no intentions of uh, of ever going there. Oh come on! Not even the uh, Bogota is the capital. Is the, like the main touristy place. That's you know safer if you have like a guide and stuff. But don't go by yourself. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you speak another language, but you have to speak Spanish over there. I mean, I speak a little Italian, which I don't know. It's kind of close. I don't know how good that how far that would get me. I, I don't know. I had a I used to have an Italian girlfriend and I told her like, "Oh, you just speak fake Spanish." <laughs> I bet she loved that. Yeah, she yeah, she did. Uh I tried learning Italian in college. It's not it's not the same whatsoever. Really? Cuz I get confused with the Spanish cuz I I thought it's it's not. It's just not. Yeah, you'll you'll fail the class just because you speak Spanish, you're not going to you're not going to win at Italian. All I know right now is pizza, pasta, ravioli. <laughs> Those are like the main three things. You don't really yeah. need to know anything else. Exactly. You're yeah. good. You just those those three words, you'll get by perfectly. Mm-hmm. 
So I um, saw on your bio that you said you um, got into stand-up comedy on a dare. So what kind of dare was that? I used to be the class clown, and even at work, I'm the office clown, I guess you could say. I, I, I love comedy. You know, I've been watching Comedy Central since I was a little kid. One day, my coworker and I were at work watching YouTube clips because there was nothing going on. He's like, hey, Kevin, why, why don't you try doing that? You, you, know, you tell jokes all the time. It's like, oh, wow, I never thought of that. But then when I actually got into the process of writing and timing you know, my bits and make sure this is three, five minutes or whatever, that is difficult. It is not the same as having a conversation and just coming up with a, a funny line or whatnot. Because you're up there talking to yourself pretty much, unless you pick on the crowd. But you know, my Colombian instincts, you don't know who has a knife or whatnot <laughs> or, or, a, or a chancleta ready to bash you over the head. Actually, my, my three-year anniversary was Tuesday, so I was two days ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, it, it was at the, the Creek in the Cave in, uh, in Queens, uh, but you know they, they closed now, so I guess I, I can't ever go back and celebrate. I think I've been there before. I called it the sex dungeon, <laughs> where, where no one has sex, because this is a bunch of uh, you know, comedians, that <laughs> open micers, so I don't, I don't, uh, all of them don't, don't look like they, they ever got laid. <laughs> I mean, that's where I had to go because I, it was 30 minutes away from my place. You know, but now during this, I'm going to New Jersey to do uh, shows here and there. Because right now it's survival of the fittest or exactly. strongest or whatnot. Yeah. So does your, um, like your family or your Colombian upbringing ever factor into your stand-up comedy? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I do comedy in Spanish as well. Like, I, I love it. Like, I don't know. I actually love it more, I think, than doing it in English because the Spanish crowd is a lot more... Lot less PC, sort of, sort of. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So you can have a lot more fun. I don't know. Like you just, after a joke, you just dance and everyone starts dancing and then, you know, it's, it's a good time. <laughs> uh, but even when I do English shows, I always start, start the show by saying hi or something in Spanish and just, just get, you know, get this, this thing out of the way. Cause no one, I'm sorry, but no one wants to hear a, a white guy say anything anymore. Yeah, no, it's it's like kind of there has been a lot of like PC culture, you know. No, not just that. It's like I'm a straight white male, and you know I look like you know anorexic with Stone Cold Steve Austin or whatnot. Like no <laughs> one, I I figured that once people find out that I'm not that much of a threat, like you know I have some some uh, some spice in me or whatnot, then it's like oh, okay, this guy's this guy's cool, and uh, yeah, it seems to work. So why not? I'm sticking to it. Nice, good for you. And the last name's Escobar. Like, what, what else am I going to do? Share a name with Pablo. Uh, exactly. I've been hearing that since I was a kid. So what am I going to do? You have to embrace it. Yeah. Right now, I, I, I love Narcos, but I hate the main guy because he was, he's Brazilian. He learned to speak Spanish like a few months before filming. I think his best friend was the producer or something, which, oh, ugh. which was how he got the job. I, I would have done a much better job, all I'm saying, because I have the accent, actually. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm you just have an accent. You, know. you can speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. And it's my it's my name. It's my last name. Come on. Yeah. I think that's all I need to fulfill my my you know purpose in life. Exactly. Portray my uh, maybe uncle. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the money? You know? <laughs> so do you still keep in contact with your family like through like Zoom or do you still like meet with them? Like what's it like kind of like now? Well, like I said, my, my mom lives close. My two aunts live close as well. So I can just go visit them, I guess. But not really, you know, because of COVID. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we, you know, talk on the phone and video chat and whatnot or text. 
it's not really like oh my i miss you blah, 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 cuz we we see each other anyway just to, as long as i call my mom once a week you know it's fine she's not going to get get mad at me yeah like i said uh, the family in colombia i i didn't grow up with them my mom killed them all basically so <laughs> i don't i don't need to send presents over there luckily so i don't know cuz uh i remember going there as a kid and it was a huge family like kids everywhere and uncles and stuff but Again, even if I went there to try to recommunicate with all of them, I don't know what they do. So I'll just stay here, you know, for now. They can come visit me if they can get out, but <laughs> that's not my problem right now. Yeah, you can you, you can know? teach them how to wipe themselves. Uh I think they have like buckets and like uh sponges and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I remember that clearly when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm I don't want to go back to that. I'm sorry. I'm a spoiled American. I don't care. So um, you're the co-creator and co-host of An Open Mic. Um, can you tell me a little more about that? Thanks to Corona, I, and I have a lot of time. I actually have a lot of projects that I work on sitting here, you know, on the computer. But yeah, uh, the Open Mic is, uh, is in Spanglish. So if you speak English or Spanish or both, just come on down and uh, we can help you translate some words if you want or a little feedback or, you know, uh, if you want to learn some Spanish. That's what we do. It's called Bromitas NYC. Bromitas is just, is just Spanish for jokes. Okay. Yeah. We, we used to have it, Bromitas Sin Barreras, but, you know, the gringos were like, what the hell does that mean? So, you know, it doesn't really fit a lot on flyers and whatnot. So, yeah, but Bromitas Sin Barreras just translates to uh, jokes without borders. I thought it was hilarious, but again, it's too long. And people would just call it Bromitas anyway. So, all right, let's just change the name. But uh, yeah, uh, me and my co-host, uh, he's, he lives in Brooklyn. I live in Queens. We just do everything on the internet. We don't even have to meet up anymore. Where can people uh, find you and your your comedy and your um, anything else you want to share? Ooh, um, all right. For now, I go by Sarcastic Arepa. That's sarcastic, and Arepa is A R E P A, like uh, the food. Yes. Oh, you know what it is. I I know, do. Yes. Oh, uh, there's so many people I need to explain that to. It's like, uh, oh, and Arepa is like me. You know, it's uh, cheesy, corny, and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's basically like a little corn cake thing. You know, just, just, just look it up, people. You'll, you'll be fine. It's very good. Uh, so, yeah, Sarcastic Arepa on all social medias. I do have a corporate job, and my boss found out I do comedy, so he said be careful. So I can't tell people my job or whatever. So I go by Sarcastic Arepa on everything. Uh, I do comedy English and Spanish. I run shows for both languages. If So if anyone wants to try something or do new projects with me, uh, I'm open. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for being a guest. Um, really loved hearing about your stories. Uh, so, you know, stay safe, uh, take care, and uh, best of luck with your show. All right. Muchas gracias, señor. Buenas noches. Thank you. Hasta luego. <laughs> Is that Italian? <laughs> that Spanish. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Would you like to be a guest? Please send a story about your embarrassing family member to embarrassingfamily at gmail.com.